0: It's not always easy. It's it's not something that you just learn and you're like, all right, cool. I love my body all the time. Like, this is is great. No, you're always going to have struggles, especially as a mom, because if you're still in childbearing years and you're
1: still getting pregnant, your body is
0: always
1: changing. Hey, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Entering Motherhood, a podcast dedicated specifically to new moms going through this amazing journey in life. I'm your host, Sarah Bilger, a postpartum nutritional coach slash mechanical engineer. And as always, I'm so excited to be here with you and share all of the information I've been lucky enough to obtain since becoming a mom. In this episode, we talk with Lisa Kenny, who is a mom herself who helps other moms feel confident in their bodies as they change and transition with motherhood. Hello and welcome to Entering Motherhood. I'm happy to have you here and excited to get started. So, how about you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you?
0: Yeah, well, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So, my name is Lisa Kenny. I am a certified holistic health coach and body confidence coach for moms. Um, I go by a lot of different titles, but one of them is a mother, (laughs) obviously. Um, So I have two boys. I have a three-year-old son and a one-year-old son, and I'm pregnant with our third. It's a little girl, so we got our girl. I am married to my high school sweetheart, Um, I guess high school best friend. I should say we started dating in college and we live in Pennsylvania. So we live we were just talking about this right before we got on the show, very small small world. Um I live in like right outside of Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. Um but I work with moms all over the country, which is the beautiful thing about virtual. (laughs) Um, And I actually was virtual before the pandemic. So I feel very, very, very lucky to have uh, have done that before everything happened in our, in our world. Um, But other than that, you know, we can dive deep into what I do you know as my career and how I help moms in this episode obviously but you know when I'm not working you can honestly find me outside any anytime I love the outdoors I love doing anything outside running doing any kind of sport and uh, you know with my kids with my with my husband spending time with my family uh, and friends so that's just a little a little bit about
1: me awesome so how did you get into you know like being a body confidence coach and holistic coaching and everything like where did your journey start oh my gosh it's a
0: very long journey so do you want like the abbreviated <laughs> version yeah sure um so I I actually you know I didn't even... I didn't go to school. I didn't go to college for any of this. Um, I went to school for marketing. I was a business major. Um, and when I was in college, I, um, I developed a very severe eating disorder. Um, something that just kind of came up, like it was, you know, high school, I was an athlete. I, um, didn't even think about body image or what I was eating or anything like that it was not not the top of my head nothing I even thought about um you know you would hear people who had eating disorders and I was like what the heck is that like i have no like why would anybody want to do that you know and then i got to college and i stopped playing sports and i started uh caring a lot more about what my body looked like and you know, long story short, you know, eating disorders don't just stem from, you know, caring what you look like. It comes from a lot of other things. But I ended up uh, developing an eating disorder um, halfway through my time in college, and um, it stayed with me for many, many years. Um, And as I was going through, you know, as as many severe illnesses, um, you don't really realize that you need help or you don't get the help you need until you hit rock bottom. So so happened to me. I hit rock bottom. I was hospitalized and I was like, I need help. And I started my own journey. I saw a lot, a lot, a lot of different doctors and nutritionists. And I realized that not just one thing is going to help me, you know, I, I need to focus on food, my mental health, I need to focus on everything. So this led me to holistic health and finding, um, you know, a holistic health practitioner and diving into that myself. And I was like, and I loved it. I love, I mean, it was a very hard, hard journey, but it was something that I'd never heard of before which is hilarious because my mom brought me, when I was little, I used to go to a holistic health doctor, but I had no idea that's what he was, you know, I had had no idea. So um, this was like my real first journey into holistic health um, during my recovery. And I decided that I wanted to help other women before they actually hit rock bottom I wanted to help them with their true health, with their mental health, their physical health, not just food, with everything. And that's how I became a certified holistic health coach. <laughs>
1: Long story short. That's awesome. So, this was something that you wanted to get into before you were even pregnant. Like, you knew, like, you wanted to help women, you wanted to help people that went through something like you, you didn't want them to hit that rock bottom. Has that shift it becoming a mom like what has your direction really gone more towards and what has it been like knowing what you know and going through pregnancy going through postpartum having children
0: yeah so yes you're completely right so i i decided this way before i was a mother um so i became certified geez 2015 16 um, and I started seeing clients, I, I I wasn't seeing, you know, specifically moms. So I started seeing moms and really targeting moms when I became a mom, um, because I saw the need for it. I saw as soon as you become pregnant, <laughs> you are bombarded with societal pressures. And I didn't, you know, before becoming a mom, I didn't ever think anything of it. You know, you always hear like, you know, this celebrity bounced back, this celebrity bounced back like a few weeks after having a kid. And you don't even think before you become a mom, you don't think anything of it. Right. And then you become a mom and you're like, holy crap. Like there is so much pressure to, to not only, you know, and growing a child is, a huge thing in general, but then, um, bouncing back after having a baby or doing every, you know, you have to be this perfect mom. You have to do this perfectly. You have to do this, that, that. There's so much pressure from society. And when I had my first, my first kid, I was like, God, moms need some serious help here. Like I need help other moms need help. We need to like put these societal pressures on the back burner. And I really want to help them out. Um, and I found that many moms, you know, most moms really suffer from body confidence because of these societal pressures. So that's kind of how my business evolved and morphed into working specifically with moms because it, it's just such You know, like I said, we are just bombarded with these pressures from society, friends, family, you know, just being a mom um, and not not even just about our body, but about everything. Um, So that's kind of how it, it morphed into that.
1: Yeah, I I feel like, you know, it's a whole different game when you become a mom, because, you know, one, when you're pregnant, like it's it's a lot harder to find the energy to be like moving and really like maybe you were on like a specific schedule and now everything's kind of thrown off what you're eating might change because like now you don't like certain foods or now you're like having these specific cravings and you just can't help it like it gets so much harder to be able to be doing those things that you maybe routinely have been doing and now like you're shifting into this, this whole different mix of emotions and everything. And like you said, that like, pressure of the bouncing back, I think is so prevalent. And then even you know, with social media and things like that, I think we just see it so much more like maybe like, we see our friends and some of them like had the ability to quote unquote, like bounce back faster. But like, you're seeing such a surface of how somebody is and maybe like they lost the weight really quick but they're still struggling elsewhere or you know like their mental game is is getting better but but their body is just sort of slowly progressing back to where they would like it to be I guess like what do you really suggest or where do you start when a mom's kind of like I just can't do the things that I used to do, or it's just like so much harder? Well, so then
0: I'll, I'll start with the number one problem that moms come to me with. And although I, you know, although I preach that we don't focus on weight loss, the number one problem that moms come to me with is weight loss and they want to lose weight and they want to uh the majority of the time um and I always ask this question too. I always ask, you know, what do you want to look like or how much weight do you want to lose? And the majority of time the majority of the answers are I want to get back to my pre-pregnancy weight. And um so just starting from there is i think again like the biggest the biggest problem that we face is this comparison um especially as moms you know we and and the pressures the 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 pressures that we get from society and the comparisons that we do so if you had nothing to compare yourself to right now you know how would you feel about yourself but then we have these We have these celebrities and we have these, you know, friends or families, just like you said, that maybe it's just so easy for them to lose the baby weight or um, they don't even have to try. That's just their, you know, that's just their body getting back to their typical weight. We all have different body sizes. We all have different shapes. And I think that's the number one thing that we have to learn and understand as moms, especially after having children, that your body may change and it might not get back to the way it was before having to You just grew a child inside you for nine months. My hips are never going to be the same. I tell you that right now. They will never get back to the way they were before having children. And that's okay. Um, it's, you know, And that's one of the biggest things that I try to help moms understand and accept is like, is feeling confident in their body as it is now. And maybe you know what, maybe you do have some weight to lose. And that's okay. I'm not saying you don't have to lose weight. But understanding that you have to love your body, where it is now in order to change. Because if you come at this this process, this weight loss journey or this health journey in general, within a place of self-hatred or, you know, just just despising the way you look, despising the way you feel, you're never gonna get there. You're never going to achieve achieve any of your health goals. So starting where you're at right now and loving who you are and loving your body how it is now is number one thing that I help moms achieve. And then that most of the time, if there is weight to lose, that it makes that whole, that journey so much easier.
1: I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that it makes total sense. I think having your mindset in check is, is going to help tremendously. And I think, you know, sometimes we can think like, okay, I know what I need to do, but then like getting there is just so much different. But, you know, learning to just like, love yourself, accept yourself, and then be like, if I lose the weight, that's great. Like, if not, I'm still okay. And like, realizing kind of, you know, like, this is where I'm at in the moment. But like, I have the potential to lose a little bit more weight or do this. I see it as extra little sprinkles on top of your ice cream. <laughs> like it's it's a nice added bonus if weight loss comes, but I think for moms, especially just to feel that confidence and just to feel good in their body, it's just gonna make it like a whole lot different in like like your day-to-day activities and how you're feeling and what you're doing. and. I think that's what we need to see more of. And that's like, such a good message to be getting out to moms and being like, look, you know, our, our kids don't care, like, what we look like, or what we're doing. But like, if we're playing with them, engaging with them, like, showing them that like, mommy's okay with how she looks, you know, that's gonna bleed into them. So like, we're not only doing it for ourselves, but in a way we're doing it for our children too. like they're going to see like how mommy's acting and what mommy's doing and how mommy feels and how mommy talks about her body and and what she's doing because like when Rosie grows up I don't want her to see me like saying bad things about my body when she might think like mom looks great like mom looks fine why is she so hard on herself should I be more hard on myself like, I think that's something that, you know, maybe there's a friend who you think looks amazing and she's kind of like, oh, look at my hips or like, look at look at these arms or man, I wish I could lose a little bit, little bit of weight. And so now you're kind of like, well, if that's how they feel, how should I feel? And I think again, like going back to just your self-comparison, like if it wasn't for anybody else, how would you feel? I think that's like a really good, thing that like is helpful for moms to just kind of like self judge don't don't jump into comparing yourselves with others exactly and and going back to what you said about um
0: you know portraying confidence not only for yourself but for your children as well um you know i grew up with a mother who um, hated her body for as long as I've I've known her. I just remember growing up. I mean, I love my mother. If my mother's listening, she knows I've talked to her about this. So I love you, mom. But um, she, you know, growing up, she always was talking bad about her body, telling how she's so overweight and she's fat and she, you know, she can't fit into these clothes. And I remember distinctly growing up and I was like, I don't see it like I I think she's beautiful and I don't understand what she's talking about especially when I was little I was like like I don't I don't understand and that message stuck with me subconsciously I had no idea that it stuck with me but as soon as I got to the age where I was really thinking about my body and I was like, I don't want to be unhappy. Like my mom, I don't want to get quote unquote fat and be unhappy. Like my mom was in her body and thinking back in that, I never really, really thought about those, those feelings that I was feeling after words. Um, and now I'm like, oh gosh, now I, you know, I think we are blessed. This generation is blessed because we, We know a lot more about how to talk about our bodies to our children and for ourselves, but we still have to, you know, that's what we're here for is to kind of help moms through that as well. Um, Because it, like I said, I had no idea that this would stick with me for as long as it did the things that my mom said about her body. Um, so it, it really can, and it it can really, really be hurtful in the long
1: run. Yeah. And then, you know, specifically, I think a lot of people like first time moms maybe don't realize that once you're in that postpartum phase and once baby comes out, you still look pregnant. Like (laughs) just because the baby comes out doesn't mean like all that belly is gone. So do you help a lot of moms kind of like those initial like first few months? Is there a lot of like women coming to you that are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that my body was still going to look like this. And then all those hormones, all these like emotions, everything's going on. You're you're adjusting to new life with the baby. Plus now you're like, look at me. <laughs> Where can you help moms that are in that like, first initial stage. That's the hardest stage. I remember it like it was yesterday. And I remember having
0: my first son and being like, "Holy crap, nobody re- like nobody prepares you for this at all." You know, everybody everybody prepares you for labor and delivery and, and pregnancy and everything. And then afterwards, it's like nobody talked to me about this stuff. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And yes, that is <laughs> That is um, a huge phase um, of motherhood where you just feel uncomfortable and unconfident. And that is the phase where many women start to compare themselves to others, um, especially with the bouncing back. And the number one thing that that I always say to moms who are in that phase is to stay off social media as much as you can and you know stop stop comparing yourself to others um because yes some people and you just you never know anybody's personal journey it might look like this person quote unquote bounced back after you know a month and they lost all the baby weight and they look fantastic but do you know what their journey was you know maybe they are miserable because they have been so obsessed with getting back into this, this perfect, you know, this quote unquote perfect body. And they haven't focused on their mental health at all. And they are just miserable. They're not sleeping. They're You, know, you don't know anybody's real story. So comparison is the worst thing that you can possibly do at this point of motherhood. And that's why I always say try to stay off social media. I know it's so fun to to post all these pictures of your baby and scroll through social media when you're breastfeeding or whatever. But take these this time to really connect with not only your baby, but also your body and listen to your body and nourish your body. Don't you know i know so many women that when they're when they're pregnant they are planning a diet or as soon as they get um they have their baby they're like all right this is what i'm going to be doing this is how much i'm going to be working out this is what i'm going to be eating exactly and I, I say don't even think about that don't even think about that start listening to your body your body still go, if not more, your body's still going to be craving certain foods, you're burning more calories, especially if you're breastfeeding. Um, I know when I breastfeed, you know people. Always say breastfeeding, you lose the weight, you lose the body weight so much faster. Never did I retained that that extra body fat uh, while I was breastfeeding. That's totally normal, but nobody really talks about that. A lot of women get really frustrated that they're not losing the weight and they're breastfeeding. I can't believe it. I'm breastfeeding. I'm yeah. Well, you're hungry. Like you are hungry. You need to eat to nourish this baby and to nourish your body. So instead of being bombarded with these societal pressures and, you know, listening to all of the outside sources. I think the, the biggest thing that new moms, newly postpartum moms can focus on is just spending these few months. This is a very short season, a very short season. It flies by spending those few months, not worrying about your body, not worrying about what that looks like. Worrying about spending time and connecting with your baby and actually connecting with your body as well, listening to your body and taking care of it, not hurting it, not jumping right back into exercising like two weeks after having a baby because you feel like that's, you know, you got to do it in order to lose weight. No, being patient and resting, relaxing, recovering, and spending that time with your baby, with your, with your friends and your family and just being patient with yourself.
1: I love that. Yeah. I definitely think it's like a time to be, you know, adjusting and bonding and making that connection and really just being more in touch with yourself and like what's going on and trying to realize how to like shed those, outside factors and and figure out like what's going to work for you and I think there is like such a push like maybe if you were a runner or something beforehand and like during your pregnancy you couldn't run or maybe you were lifting or something like that and like you had to kind of like stop because you were pregnant like people are like oh it's been like so long since I've been able to do these things and like I need to get back to doing it and I haven't ran in two months or or whatnot and I think it's like if you're ready like yeah okay like listen to your body though and say like are you doing it because like you think you have to and like you're pushing yourself and forcing yourself or are you really truly like you know I want to go out on a walk or I want to move my body or like something like that and like it's really just like baby steps, like little tiny itty bitty things. And I think like you said, like being patient, and really just taking that time to like, stop and relax, I think, I think is so crucial in those first few months, because we are so eager to, you know, get back. And I think, you know, like the pandemic has shown us, you know, just how eager, like, oh, it's been so long since I did something. And like, maybe it was a month, you know, and like, now it's been, like, over a year, like with the pandemic and everything. But like, you know, I think people are, they think it's been so long, even though it's only been a month or two months. And I think really just stopping and asking yourself, like, has it really been that long? Like do I do I need to get back into doing these things or can I just rest and relax and and give myself that break? Because how often do we really get a chance to get that break? Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I tell it like I tell you all of this coming from personal
0: experience because you know, I am a go 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 girl. Like I I thrive off of, you know, I feel like I I, I love being busy and I love doing things and I love working out and I love, you know, going on runs and walks and, and everything. And I, and I remember distinctly with, with my first that I, after having him, it was like two weeks afterwards, I was like, I'm just going to do a, a really slow yoga practice. It's like, I just want to do it. Like I need to move my body. It was the winter. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to do it. I remember after that, my body hurt for like uh, a week, maybe. And I was like, all right, I need to slow down. I, I sincerely need to slow down and really just rest and recover and focus on that. And, um, and you know, it's so it, it it's just, it made me realize that I really do have to start listening to my body as much as I wanted to do things and I wanted to get out there. Like my body was still recovering. And I needed to listen to that. And I needed to be understanding of that. So it is, it's just so, so important to, to take that time. If you are not somebody who listens to your body, um, or if you're somebody that, you know, is very concerned about, about losing that weight, take this time to just rest, get off of social media, stop, you know, stop listening to the outside world pressures and just rest, relax, spend time with your family and, and just, you know, you know, take this time because yes, this is a short, this is a very short season and you don't get this time a lot. So take it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I really feel like, we don't get any other opportunity to really take that time to stop and rest and relax. You know, I also was very like busy, 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 like go 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 like I have to like be here and do this and like stuff like that. So like, you know, even in pregnancy, like when I really felt like I couldn't move and like it was exhausting just to go up a like staircase. And I was like, man, like this sucks. What's wrong with me. And I was like, like beating myself up over the fact that like, I couldn't move the way that I used to. And I think it's like such a hard concept to like, get through your mind and be like, well, you have a baby inside of you. Like there is a whole lot going on. And and then, you know, like afterwards, like I had a cesarean and like the recovery from that You know, and like even vaginally, like the recovery is just so crucial. And we really have to just, you know, stay in bed and rest and give ourselves that time because your body just went through a huge, massive shift. And I think it's so hard because, especially like first time moms, like you've never done this before in your life. So you're like, I don't get it. Why can't I get out of bed? Why does it hurt to even? sit up like why can't i touch my toes like why can't i see my toes (laughs) like i think it's like such a hard concept to you know grasp that like your body has taken this like massive shift and change there's almost nothing that you can do about it and especially for you know people like us that we're so used to like busy 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 go 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 Having to stop and just be like, you know what? Like, I have to just lay here. Like, I have to just cuddle my baby or like, I have to just sleep. I think that's so much harder coming from a place of being a busy person. And that brings up,
0: you know, a really good point of, you know, how we as moms do beat ourselves up about a lot. And um, and, and our body is one of them and that's a major one. Um, so one of the the biggest things is to stop that. I know it's so much easier said than done, but replacing those negative thoughts with positive ones is one of the biggest things that I teach my clients. Um, and especially, especially, I mean, just as a mom in general, But we were, you know, we were just talking about postpartum and and pregnancy and your body when you're pregnant, I'm 30 weeks pregnant right now, and I'm 30 weeks pregnant with my third, three under four. So my body has changed rapidly, very quickly, this go around. And um, it's even as somebody who teaches body confidence and helps women with body confidence, it's not always easy. It's, it's not something that you just learn, and you're like, "All right, cool. I love my body all the time. Like this is this is great." No, you're always going to have struggles, especially as a mom, because if you're still in childbearing years and you're still getting pregnant, your body is always changing. And you know, mine's changed so much in the past four years with three different pregnancies, and it's learning to love your body. As it goes through these changes, trust me. When I was showing at ten weeks, I was like, "Oh my, God, like, what is going on? This is crazy." But replacing those negative thoughts that pop up in your head, like, "Oh my gosh, I'm getting so big so quick," I can't. Believe. I would immediately acknowledge that thought and be like, "I am growing a human in here. This is pretty awesome." Not many people can say like, not, men can't do this." You know, some women can't do this. So I am very very fortunate, and lucky that I'm able to grow a human inside of me. So any of those negative thoughts that come up, I immediately dismiss them, you know, and it's, it's not always easy, but something that you have to, you know, acknowledge that they're coming into your head, and then change that. Now, if if you're, if you're beating yourself up, because Yes, like you, like you said, you know, when you were pregnant, you'd beat yourself up because you couldn't be, you know, do certain things. And that's where I'm at right now. It, it's like It feels like it's like 100 degrees outside and I love being outside. But I have to understand that, like, I swell up and I'm so uncomfortable the second I get out in that humidity. So, like, being like, all right, you know what, it's fine. It's fine. Stay inside in the air conditioning. You don't have to go for your... million walks that you go on every day like it's okay listen to your body and acknowledge that you just you know maybe on these hot days take it easy and just just being okay with that you know and that goes with anything that goes with the foods that you eat you know we beat ourselves up because we have a cookie um and then, you know, that beating yourself up can lead to a downward spiral of eating the whole bag of cookies and, you know, yada, yada. So this this beating ourselves up does no good. Does absolutely no good for anything. So nipping it in the bud and getting those, you know, changing those negative thoughts into positive ones or acceptance or whatever it may be to be okay with where you're at right now.
1: Yeah. I love that. I love like, yeah. Like acknowledging like, okay, like this is a negative thought. Like this is not doing good for me. How can I flip it? How can I change it? How can I make it a positive thing? I think, I think that's awesome just to, you know, put in perspective of like, we are in control of these thoughts that like we're thinking like nobody's saying like, Oh, look at you. You can't move. You can't walk up those steps. It's you. It's you that's saying those things. And so like, if you have the ability to kind of be like, wait, hold on. I don't want to say that. What do I want to say? What do I want to acknowledge and trying to just like, shift to that positive side. And you know, it is sometimes like easier said than done. Like sometimes we are going to like fall in that like, little pit and struggle and stuff. But like you said, like we always are like going and struggling. But you know, being able to like, quickly navigate out of that, that negative mindset, and at least being aware that okay like I'm being a little negative right now I think like just just acknowledging that and like noticing it for yourself is is something that like you know like we have the ability to like do and change and recognize yeah we can we can be our worst enemies right yeah we
0: we seriously can
1: And then I guess now, like, you know, you say you're 30 weeks pregnant, how are you preparing for postpartum this time around? Like, this is going to be your third time. Like, what have you learned? What are you like looking forward to? What are you kind of like positioning yourself for in those like early months? You never fully prepare yourself for what's coming, right? Um, I don't think I'm prepared at all to have three kids under four, but we are so excited.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, just mentally, especially, you know, this is a girl. And I know that um, before I ever became pregnant, I always said, you know, before I was a mom, before we were even married, I always said, God, I hope I don't have a girl <laughs> because I wasn't prepared for the um, body journey, like the body confidence journey. Um And I wasn't, I didn't know if I could do it. You know, I was, I, I grew up with a mom who didn't like her body very much and I wasn't, I wasn't prepared. Um And now I can tell you that I am fully prepared. Um, I'm so excited to, to raise this girl to be uh, very confident in her body. And I know you can't, you know, you can only do what's inside your household, you can only, you know, you know, there's going to be outside factors that contribute to everything, um, as everything does. But I know that I am prepared. Because um, I do truly love my body and feel confident in my body. Um, even with you know, all of the changes that it's gone through. So that I am actually, I'm really looking forward to this long, long journey. I don't know if I'm ready for the teenage years, but, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but besides that, you know, the post preparing for postpartum, um, I'm preparing to just rest, relax, recover. Uh, like I said, staying away from social media and comparison and and everything like that. Just listening, listening to my body and throwing the scale away. <laughs> I with my um, that's something that I, I know I didn't really touch on at all. But with my second, I actually bought a scale. We had never we had I threw away my scale years and years and years ago. And with my second, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna we're just gonna get it. Um, it's, it can be a helpful tool. I got the one that like gives you your body fat and like your water retention and things like that. So I was like, all right, it can kind of like help me along the journey. And after about, I started, I started like weighing myself around like three months, I guess, postpartum and nothing, didn't think anything of it. it was just like going on my journey, whatever. And then around five months, I was like, I could tell that I was starting to really be focused on certain numbers. And I was like, no, I do not want this. I do not want this at all. So I put it away and I haven't touched it since. So making sure that that's something that I, I do not focus on. Um, and, and yes, I'm saying this as a coach, as a holistic health coach, a body confidence coach all of these things are still triggers for me too. You know, it's, it's how you deal with, it's how you deal with these things and the things that come up. I'm human, you know, and, you know, nobody's going to be perfect. So yeah, preparing for that, putting that scale away, not even thinking about weight or losing the weight, just, just focusing on nourishing my body, nourishing my baby, um, and making sure that everyone's um, sane semi-sane in this household it's gonna be crazy um but it's gonna be a
1: good crazy so I'm excited! <laughs> yeah yeah i love that and like, like you know i i can't even imagine like you know i guess your three-year-old like does he know sort of what's happening like does he remember with your second like does he understand like another baby's coming i think I think he kind of knows. I don't think he wants to know <laughs> because
0: anytime I ask him, like, he knows where baby sister is, he'll point to my belly. Uh-huh. And I've asked him a few times, I'm like, what do you want to call your baby sister? He's like, no, no, no. I'm like,
1: okay, I guess, I guess you're not ready to have a baby. <laughs> Another one. Uh-huh. It's so cute. But- like, like- you know, I'll, I'll be excited whenever Rosie's, like, a sibling and, and just, like, seeing – because she loves, like, her baby dolls and stuff like that. And so, like, it's exciting to see, like, where that's going to, like, go and what that will, like, lead to and stuff. But... It's fun. It's fun. I mean, it's
0: – you know, there's nothing better than being a mom. And it's – you know, it it, it is – hard. There are so many struggles and so many, you know, this is definitely you know, I had an eating disorder and I would say that being a mom is probably more difficult than <laughs> than than all those struggles that I went through because, you know, you're when I went through that, I was just taking care of myself. And now you're you're have these tiny humans that you have to take care of and keep alive and um It is, it is so hard, but it is the best thing in the world. You know, I would never, would never, ever want to go back. I enjoy every single moment. And that's, I think what we have to remember too, is just to enjoy every moment with these kids because time flies, time seriously flies. I can't believe my son will be four in February and just goes by so quick.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I don't know if you have like anything else that you wanted to add or, or anything like that.
0: No, you know, I, I think I think we touched on a lot.
1: Yeah, I think we covered a lot. And I think, you know, like you definitely gave us a lot of advice and where to start and really just like, you know, like that resting and switching our negative thoughts and you, like, even down to the scale, like if it's something that's not working for you and you see that it's something that's like negatively affecting how you're thinking, how you're feeling, stuff like that, like, don't be afraid to just disregard it. Like nobody's asking you to weigh yourself. Like, you know, maybe like at the doctor's appointments or something, you have to get on the scale, but don't look at it or try not to like acknowledge it. And don't, you know, let these things like get to us and really just focus on, ourselves and our confidence and and how we can build that.
0: Exactly. If you ever feel that something is is not serving your your mental or your physical health, just stop doing it. Stop doing it. I, you know, with the scale thing, I stopped looking. You know, when I go to the doctor because they weigh you every time you go, I don't look at the number. I don't think it's important. You know, it's yeah, you're gonna be gaining weight. You're pregnant. <laughs> you know, so. I don't look at the scale. It's it's not, it's not important to me. So yeah, if something doesn't serve your mental or your physical health, just disregard it.
1: Awesome. Well, how can we reach you and get in touch with you? Like where are you at on social media, everything like that? Yeah. So my website is lisacatherinecoaching.com.
0: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Lisa underscore Catherine underscore coaching. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well. Um, I have a Facebook group for moms. It's called Love Your Mommy Body. Um, You can join that. And then if you do go to my website as well, I do have a free ebook called The Confident Mama, um, where it's just a really, really quick, quick read. It's just eight simple tips to, to help you feel confident in your mommy body at every size and every stage of motherhood so it's just it's just a few pages so it's a really quick quick read um and then I do have a podcast as well it's called the confident mama podcast find me there
1: well this wraps up yet another episode of entering motherhood I hope that you have found this episode helpful and if you liked it please share it with others who might also benefit from this information If there's anything that you'd like to know more about, or maybe you know someone who'd like to be on the show, please visit my website, enteringmotherhood.com. I'm so thrilled to be going on this journey with you and getting the amazing opportunity to help moms during this postpartum experience. You can also now find us on Instagram and Facebook at Entering Motherhood.